0: Hello, I'm Phil Williams. Who are you?
1: <laughs> I'm Natalie Jameson.
0: And this is bestsellers. Sellers. Oh, it will be. This is just a trailer for it. But it will be bestsellers. A brand new books podcast for you, which will feature the books that you will find at the front of the bookshop. There is no snobby Whoa, whoa, elitist. whoa,
1: whoa, whoa, whoa. This is presuming people can still get to a bookshop.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true.
1: So this is like the ones that you'll get on the front page of any of your chosen websites to order a book or something onto your Kindle.
0: <laughs> yeah. What we're trying to say to you is, that if we weren't in lockdown, these would be the books that you would choose to read on the beach, on the bus or in bed. That's what we're going for in this series.
1: And there is no literary snobbery in this whatsoever. We very much believe that you should be happy and free to read whatever you want to read. But if you do like getting lost in a book, then our hunch is going to be a welcome distraction to lose yourself in the company of some of the best-selling greats, such as Linda LaPlante. Uh, I got to geek out with her about her widow's character of Dolly Rawlins.
0: You also enjoyed a geek out with David Nichols.
1: I thought I hit it well.
0: Well, quite often when you say, you know, I'd love some feedback, what you mean is I would love some praise. Yes. <laughs> and, uh,
1: anything less than this is a, you know, a, a heart-stopping work of genius is is inadequate. It's hard, you know, Really wants their book thrown across the room <laughs> because it sort of it feels quite critical. But I'm pleased that it was a surprise. You yeah. know, I'm pleased, and I'm pleased. Did that, not see that, that it coming had an at all. Emotional
0: effect. There's Lauren Wilkinson who I I read American Spy last year after a tip off, and uh, Natalie is going to read that, and we're going to speak to Lauren, who was since I read it a Barack Obama book pick, no less. <laughs>
1: Are you trying to say that's somehow related to your having read her book? Basically,
0: I'm not allowed to tell you, but he phones me and he says, what have you read? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, We should say at this point as well that we won't feature any books on our podcast unless both Phil and I have read them. In entirety. Yeah, what's the point, yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah, there's no researchers reading these for us.
1: Uh, We'll also be looking at non-fiction too. So we've got SAS Who Dares Wins, Ollie Ollerton chatting about his book Battle Ready. It was in
0: Burton-on-Trent, Staffordshire. I got attacked by a monkey. People actually still think at the end of it that it's a joke. I had locked, and this is what we do as humans, we, we're wired to lock away the intimate trauma of any any significant event. And that is really where the problem stems from. It was a very quick step from being attacked by a monkey to just moving on with everyday life. You know, it was like, that nah, happened, move on. And I, I didn't know that that deep-set trauma at 10 years old was running through my veins all the way till... I've only just recently addressed it. Do you want to quit this podcast, Natalie Jameson, and give me your number now? Put your armband down now.
1: You make me really tense when you start (laughs) doing that. It's not funny.
0: We will also hear from Lisa Jewell who's on her 18th book. The Family Upstairs was brilliant last year so we'll speak to her about Invisible Girl.
1: I started writing something really dark and I just couldn't connect with it and I thought I'm going to write about that another time. When I'm older, older and wiser I'll do that and then I started this other story about a love triangle which was going to be slightly dark just it was a really really amazingly bright magical time in my life so I ended up writing this really lovely joyous book about You know relationships which then was a massive bestseller so what I have been able to do I've been so lucky to be able to do this over the 18 books of my career is just move it along ratchet it up in increments with each book and I've always been testing the waters very carefully because the last thing I want to do is lose readers yep and a big one to kick things off it's Michael Connolly he's
0: my favorite is it your favorite author of all time yeah really yeah I just think consistently high standard Amazing characters, a lovely guy as well. I kinda retooled the book, moved it backwards, so it starts in December and then it carries into the beginning of the virus. So there will be so this book is scheduled to come out in November. Who knows what November will be like, but it will be a you know, a Mickey Holler story, but there's gonna be little bits of reflection of what was going on in the early stages of this and how there were warnings and so forth out there, but no one was really paying attention, including me. You know if you have a favourite chair in your house and you think, I'll sit in it, because the minute I sit in it, I know I'm going to be comfy. That's how I feel about a Michael Connolly book. The minute I dip into a Connolly book... Sorry, I
1: was just trying to think about what chair is my favourite in the house.
0: Have you not got one? I bet you can't get on a chair in your house, can you? It's (laughs) just full of (laughs) cats and kids, isn't it?
1: It is full of cats and kids, that's right, yeah. Sorry, go on.
0: (laughs) Well, I just feel that when you get into a Connolly book... You feel safe because you know, even though you don't know how it's going to start and where it's going to go, you know it's going to be amazing. So this is what we're going to do over the next few weeks. I say next few weeks, we've done the maths. Do we want to reveal the number of writers we've got committed to this?
1: We're aiming for 20 because, like, in you know, in podcasts you tend to do a season maybe of 10 people. we thought, hey, there are so many good books out there, why not do 20?
0: <laughs> so, so that's what we're going to serve up between now and... 20 weeks time
1: yeah uh, although we might kind of give you some bonus episodes as well also what we're going to do each week is when we speak to an author we want to get recommendations from them about the books that they really love to read so that we can pass those on to you as well
0: because also to a man and woman all of these writers agree that one of the qualities that makes you a good writer is being a good reader so they're prolific readers and as a result they can recommend from a far broader pool than either Natalie or me so eventually Nat, I'm saying this to make myself do it. Eventually then we'll build a website to sit alongside this podcast with all the recommendations on.
1: Yeah, I'm going to say there will be one when we launch.
0: (laughs) (laughs) When are we launching? (laughs)
1: we're launching really soon you just have to like click and subscribe and then you'll get the first episode straight away um also i'm going to sneak in some cookbooks to season one too because i'm an avid reader as well as user of cookbooks
0: yep and we're going to sneak in some music books and we're going to sneak in some poetry as well
1: yeah why not it's all good
0: yeah, So it's everything that would be a bestseller, basically. That's what it is. Fiction, non-fiction, sport, music, cooking, you name it, it'll be in there.
1: sport what?
0: <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> and we'd love to hear from you as well. You'll be able to get in touch with us once we've set it up. I don't want you to think this is a ramshackle affair. I don't want you to think that when you listen to this trial, Them two jokers don't know what they're doing. Well, we do know what we're doing. Natalie is signed as a writer Uh, she's about to publish her debut she's going through the editing stage at the moment so she brings that wealth of experience to it i've interviewed most of the world's top writers on the radio as you know and that's how they're all coming back to us now on this podcast so we won't let you down will we
1: no why would we do that
0: we want to be the place you can trust to come to for great book recommendation And that's whether you read one a year or one a week.
1: You know, just like going to the cinema, remember when we could do that. Um, I love getting lost in a book and just being transported to a different time or place and hearing about characters that I might want to meet or never want to ever see were they to be real. I just think it's a great place to lose yourself and certainly even more so at these weird, weird times we're in.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think the nicest feeling in the world for me is when I'm going about my day and I'm thinking, how can I crowbar a chapter in between those meetings, or in between that walk with the kids, or, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Because I love the book that much, I don't want to be back in that world, even if it's just for one chapter, uh, and that's a great feeling to have with books.
1: It is great. So this is it, bestsellers.
0: Someone came up to me once after reading and said, I've got to thank you, this book has completely
1: changed my girlfriend, because she would never, ever, ever wear a bike helmet, and now she wears one all the time, and I thought, well, that's oh. my my contribution to road safety. That is, if you've done one safety. thing. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing.